Good morning and welcome on another Sunday with us here at Impact Fellowship. Today, Pastor Tony is going to preach a message to us entitled, You Are What God Says You Are and You Are More Than Enough. Stay tuned at the end to see what else we have for you. Hey, good morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome into another great Sunday. I am Pastor Tony, and I am the pastor here at Impact Fellowship. Right now, we're going to get started. We're going to have Austin. Austin's going to come, and he's going to open us up. He's going to open us up in prayer. Father, thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you for bringing us all together in this time to worship who you are, Lord God, and to receive all you have for us, Lord God. Let this be another blessed Sunday as we receive your words and we use it to guide us, Lord God. Um, let's continue to uh, seek you out, to open our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us today, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right. You are perfect in all of your ways. We just thank God for the ministry of the praise and worship team. But for those of you who are here, I just want you to just uh, find someone to hug, say good morning, God bless you, it's good to see you. Hallelujah. For those who are watching us right now, I just encourage you to, to just send a message to somebody right now via your, your telephone. Just let them know that God loves them and that God is appreciative of them. That's right. Just send a message. Just says God loves you. There you go. It is good to be here. I'm going to get right into something. I was awakened by God this morning and um, he gave me this. And I have, I have preached this here before. So for some of you, it will be uh, new. And then for some, like, okay, yes, I remember that. So you'll have all the amen points. So turn, to me, turn with me to the book of Exodus, the third chapter. Amen. Exodus, the third chapter. We'll begin here in verse number 10. Exodus 3 starting at verse 10. <clears throat> and it reads, Come now, therefore I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? So he said, I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you when you have brought the people out of Egypt. You shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord of God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all the generations. Uh, I just want to give this message a title that says, You are who God says you are, and 
you're more than enough. Hallelujah. You are what God says you are, and you're more than enough. One of the things that I was uh, thinking about over the last week um, is about when God calls us to do something, we become afraid or we get hesitant about it. Moreover than that, uh, whenever we see God working on somebody else or sending someone else or speaking directly to someone else, we give commentary that says, well, why are they doing that? Well, you probably shouldn't do that because this is happening. And thus we see Moses is doing something similar. Moses is giving an excuse to God directly. Glory to God. God is speaking directly to Moses, and Moses is like, well, wait a minute, God. Uh, uh, you know, we can't do this because of that. Hallelujah. So some of us will say, well, I would never give God an excuse. I would never give God two for one. I would never tell God that he is making a mistake. Glory to God. But I want to challenge the room right now, and, and I want you to know that one of the things that prevents us from moving forward is we become afraid. Glory to God. We know our insecurities. We know our limitations. And because of those things, we tell God that I'm not enough. And it's at that very point that we see that Moses is standing right before God and sharing those same things. See, when you give an excuse, you say, I'm not enough. Whenever you give an excuse, you tell, hallelujah, you tell on yourself, you're like, I, I, I can't do this. You know, I, I'm, I'm not strong within myself. See, but this is the best part. This is what I like about God. God understands where we are. He understands where our weaknesses are. He understands our frailties. And because of that, he has still chosen us. Watch this. We see here that the nation of Israel was enslaved by Egypt. When God came to Moses in the form of a burning bush that was on fire. Now that right there is, is something. You have a, a bush that's on fire. Now wait a minute. <laughs> when you understand the dynamics of, of a bush, when you uh, put a flame to it, it will burn up instantly. It will not continuously burn because one, it's small. Two, uh, um, it can't hold. Once, once fire um, sets to it, it just disintegrates. But here you see God is speaking to Moses in the form of a burning bush that is not consumed. God says, I have heard the cries of Israel, and I am here to rescue them from uh, the hand of, of the Egyptians. Now watch this. We, we see that Moses, I'm sure, is probably saying, yes, God, because I was there. I know the power of the Egyptians. I understand the cries of the people of Israel that is stuck there. But Moses doesn't want to go. Hallelujah. Moses understands, as we said before, he understands where the, the issue is. He understands that the Egyptians are powerful, and he's probably pretty excited that God is going to do something about it. But see, this is the part I like. You know, we know that God can do anything. Amen? 
We know that God can just step right in and just uh, and just put his thumb down on some things and things would be different. But here God wants to use Moses. I bet Moses was feeling really excited about now that God is going to uh, uh, do something different there in Egypt, that he's going to let the people out of Egypt. But Moses don't want to go. Can I just pause here for a second? Some of us been through some things that we just don't want to uh, uh, revisit uh, those things. See, because Moses came out of Egypt, hallelujah, um, that means he would have to go back to uh, that place that was uh, uh, not a positive uh, place for him. That means he would have to go back to uh, some wounds. He had to go back to some scars. And because of that, Moses don't want to go. But then God says, go, uh, and I will, I will deal with Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. It's at that point that Moses starts to look and sound just like us. Moses begins to, 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 to give excuses as to why he cannot go. Excuse number one, he says, who, me? I'm nobody. Who am I? See, there is, is that, it's always at that point that we don't need anyone to, to start talking about us because we start to tell on ourselves. We start to tell what we're not. We start to tell what we don't have. I can't go there because I'm not tall enough. I can't go there because I'm not smart enough. I can't go there because I don't have enough money. See, it's at that same point that Moses is beginning to list all of the things that he doesn't have. But watch this. Someone say, I'm more than enough. It's at that point that God begins to answer everything that Moses is, is putting in opposition. He says, not me. You must be talking about uh, somebody else. Whenever we, we say this, we doubt God. Whenever we say that, no, you possibly cannot be talking about me, we doubt God. We say, God, you have made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Who am I? I can't do this, God. I'm not strong enough. You don't understand, God. I, I only got through uh, my uh, a bachelor's degree. You need a, a, a master's degree in order to do this, God. I haven't done that yet. Look at all my past mistakes. No doubt Moses was dwelling on his own failures. Glory to God. See, no one knows how you fail but you. Glory to God. Sometimes uh, we've done things that, that wasn't good for us, but in the presence of not everyone who knows us. It was maybe I was I was the only one there, and I saw that I wasn't good at something. I saw that it didn't go well. But because of this, Moses is holding on to him, saying, listen, God, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, I attempted to do something like this two years ago, and it didn't work out for me. Let me ask this question of you. Have you ever used your past as an excuse not to attempt something? Have you ever used a, a failure from the past not to move uh, uh, in that direction? Some of you were deeply wounded by something that happened or something that you attempted to. Let me go a little bit further. It is usually when we try to do something and it fails, people always want to remind us of the failures. Hallelujah. I'm in the right place. People always want to remind us of, of the failure. And, you know, and then they always do it in the form of, of a joke. Why? Because you can't be mad at someone who's making a joke. 
because we're just we're just having fun. But understand the intent. The intent is to do harm. See, a joke is not funny unless there's some form of truth to it. Okay, keep going, Pastor. So again, um, Moses is right there. Hallelujah. As a, can I just tell my own uh, story? I remember I was in elementary school, and um, when I was younger, I stuttered. Hallelujah. And my music teacher, God bless her, she was awesome. I can't remember her name right now, but she was awesome. Mm -hmm. And we were all singing, and um, and she heard my voice, and she says, "Come here, tell me, um, I want you to sing this." And I'm like, "I can't sing that." Because I was at a point in elementary school where people made fun of me because of the way I talked. People made, made fun of me because I stuttered. People made fun of me because I would get stuck on words. And then, and then sometimes I would substitute words for something else. Glory to God. She says, listen, I want you to sing this. I'm like, not me. I'm not singing that. Uh, and so the, the whole class went back to uh, the, the, the classroom. And she says, come here. I want to show you something. You, know, you keep telling me you can't do this. Hallelujah. But singing is on the other side of the brain. You can sing. And she began to play. She said, now sing this. She said, okay, you got that one? Now sing this. And now sing this. And each time she said, sing this, this different song, I began to get more confident in my abilities. Come on. This is what I'm trying to get to you, is that God will always send you what you need. If you just stay right where you are with what you don't have, you'll never be able to receive what God has for you. God touched this woman to, to speak into the life of this child, me. And if that wasn't so, I could have stayed right there with, I can't do this. They'll make fun of me. I can't do this. They'll laugh at me. You don't understand. I'll get stuck on a word or a phrase. God gives you everything that you need. God is a healer, and he can heal you from those past issues. He can heal you from the, the, the laughter. He can heal you from, hallelujah, that brokenness. Glory to God. Who would have ever thought that 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 child back in elementary school who thought he couldn't do things, yeah. hallelujah, would be standing before you today yeah. preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God understands what's on the inside of you, yes, and he wants to take care of all of those things so that you can go. Your current situation does not disqualify you from what God has for you tomorrow. Your current situation does not disqualify you. It doesn't take away from what God is trying to get to you. Mm. It's not over just because someone else says, I'm sorry, you can't do this here. I'm sorry, you can't, you can't go here. Mm -hmm. God is already preparing that place Hallelujah. for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis, the 50th chapter around verse 20, it says Hallelujah. this. What was meant for evil, God meant it for good in order to bring about, as it is, the day to save many people alive. What are you talking about, preacher? In other words, these things that, that, that God has, has, has given us yes. is for a reason a and a purpose, purpose somewhere down the line. There's a purpose, yes, There's a purpose for it. Thank you, God. People may not always agree 
with what, what God has for you. People will try to um, talk you out of things just because they can't understand. Mm -hmm. Listen, beloved, it's not for them to understand. When God has given you something, you have to go in. Come on. What did Moses say in excuse number two? What if I go and they ask me who sent me? Hallelujah. I love this. God says, I am who I am. That's all you need to tell them. We get so upset or we get so scared that someone's going to ask us something. Someone's going to ask us, well, well, who's, who's sending you? It's not for us to give people answers. God will answer everything. He says, tell them I am sent you. I am who I am. It's yeah. not about you, Moses. Yeah. It's not about you, Pastor Tony. Mm -hmm. It's not about you, AJ. Yeah. It's about God. It's about who he is. God did not ask Moses to go and explain all the things about God. Here it comes. That Moses did not know. God wanted, uh, wanted Moses to tell everything that he did know. So many times... We don't want to share anything about God to people because they might ask me something else. They might ask me something I don't know. Don't worry about that. Tell them what you do know. Well, Pastor, you don't understand. All, all I know is that God is good. Well, Pastor, you don't you don't understand. All, all I know, the only experience I have with God is that He healed me one day. What you have is more than enough. Mm -hmm. God is trying to bless somebody else, and he wants to use you to do it. Come on, come on, Pastor. Let's, let's move on. Excuse number three. They won't believe me. He, he was not worried about Pharaoh, glory to God. He was worried about the people. So Moses is going through. He's worried. He, he has uh, uh, the Egyptians on his mind, but then he has the, the people of Israel on his mind. It's like, well, wait a minute. I'm going and you want me to go into this place where this army is very strong. But then you got to understand these people are very hard-headed. These people are not necessarily going to just follow me because I say so. But here it comes. This is what I, I like about God. God never denied that the people would doubt Moses. God just says, I'll, I'll, con I'll convince them. He didn't say, Moses, you convince them. He said, I will convince them. Glory to God. How? Exodus, the fourth chapter, around verse number two. He says, listen, I'm going to give you some, some tools. Moses, what do you have in your hand? Moses says, I have a staff in my hand. Glory to God. And God says, Moses, throw it down on, on the ground. The Bible says that Moses put the staff on the ground and the staff turned into a snake. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Watch this. This is the part that I really love is that the, the scripture says that Moses became afraid and ran from it. Glory to God. But here comes God. God said, Moses, um, grab the snake by, the, by its tail. Glory to God. Watch this, beloved. God took Moses to that thing that he was afraid of. Yes. Glory to God. God took Moses to that thing that yeah. he feared. Yeah. God took Moses to that thing that he didn't want anything to do with. And he said, Moses, now take it by the tail. Glory yes. to God. The Bible said that Moses took the snake by the tail and it became a staff again. Right. What are you talking about, preacher? That very thing that you are afraid of, yes. that very thing that you are running from, God is going to use it as a weapon for your benefit. Glory to God. You just have to trust him. Hallelujah. 
God showed Moses something else. He said, Moses, take your hand and put it inside of your bosom. Glory to God. And, and then pull it out. The Bible said that Moses took his hand and put it inside of his bosom. And then when he pulled it out, his hand was white as snow. It was leprous, as the scripture said. Uh, and then he put it back inside of his, his, his jacket and pulled it out again, and it was normal. Yes. What, what is the significance of that? God is saying, listen, no matter what's coming out uh, 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 and, and to come against your body, yes. no matter what illness will come against you, I will always be yes. the healer. The I will healer. always be the sustainer yes. of whatever you come against, and I need you to be able to show the people yes. these things. Glory to God. Yes, Last thing that he uh, Moses, that God showed Moses, he said, water from the Nile. He said, listen, when you pour this water onto the ground, it will turn to blood. Glory to God. These things I will use to show and convince the people. Thank you, Jesus. He wasn't asking Moses to do something. He was saying, I got this. So many times we stand in the way of God because we're trying to understand. And God is saying, I got it. I don't need your, your help. I got this thing already. I already have a plan. Already have a purpose. It is already designed. Notice God never asked Moses to use something he didn't have already with him. God has given you tools and gifts already to help you where what here where with where he's taking you. God is not going to ask you to, to stop off and, and buy something else. He's like, I've already given you what you need. Hallelujah. And it's because of that, glory to God, that God is always going to show up. God has designed you for a purpose. What he has already given you is more than enough to do his will. Hallelujah. Excuse number four that Moses gave. He says, I don't speak well, glory to God. Now, the Bible lets us know that Moses, like I gave the example, had a, a speech impediment. In other words, he stuttered also. Glory to God. But the Bible says something interesting in Exodus, the, the fourth chapter, concerning this specific topic. At this point, the, the scripture says that God's anger had become awakened against Moses. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. In other words, I'm tired of hearing all these excuses, Moses. I've given you everything you needed, and you're still giving me excuses. I've shown you the power that I have, yes. and you're still giving me these excuses. Watch this. Uh, Moses, according to his account, may have been a little slow as a speaker, but he was very fast with the excuses. God says, go, I will help you uh, speak. Hallelujah. God said, listen, don't worry about what you don't have. I got you. Yes. You just go, and I will show up and speak for you. Yes. Moses pleads with the Lord, with God to, to send somebody else. Listen, God, you don't want me to go. I was already there, you know, and, you know, I, I'm not really with those people. I'm just going to sit here and uh, uh, retire, glory to God. I'm going to take care of all these sheep that surround here. I really don't want to go, you know, uh, I'm going to do me right here. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The, the, the biggest lie that the enemy has told us was that I'm good. you need to just do you. Uh-oh, I'm on somebody's foot. Excuse me. You need to do you. We got t-shirts that says, you do you, boo. It's the biggest lie out there because it's a thing of isolation. Every time you say, I need to do me, you say, I need to isolate myself. 
And you know something? When you isolate yourself, glory to God, you set yourself up to be overwhelmed and overcome by the enemy. I can't do them anymore. I got to do me. God has not called any of us to be by ourselves. Okay, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Watch this. The Lord tells Moses to take Aaron, his brother, and let him speak for you. And I will be with his mouth and yours, and I will teach you what to do. Glory to God. God had a plan for everything. Yes, he did. He's like, okay, Moses, if you're telling me that this is going to mess with your confidence, then listen, I'm going to send your, your brother Aaron with you. And I'm going to be with Aaron, and I'm going to be with you. And I'm going to give you the words to say to Aaron, and he's going to speak for you. God has taken care of every Everything. issue that is. And because he's taken care of every issue, it qualifies all of us to be more than enough. Somebody say more than enough. More than Hallelujah. See, one of the things that, that Moses was dealing with is that he'd seen some things. He'd been through some stuff. You know, there were some, some good relationships and there were some bad relationships. There were some hurts. Hallelujah. There were some fights that he had to get into. And he didn't want to go back to Egypt. Hallelujah. See, Moses dealt with the Egyptians. Hallelujah. And he dealt with the, the Israelites. And he saw that there was some stuff with all of these groups. And Every excuse he gave to God was that, listen, the, the Egyptians won't, won't receive me because of dot, dot, dot. Listen, the Israelites won't receive me because of dot, dot, dot. He had an experience with all of those things. And because he had an experience, he thought that he was a master at understanding the people. Here it is. Yes, Moses had an experience there in Egypt. He had an experience with the people of Israel. But God had the answers. And he wanted to use Moses just, hallelujah, and he wanted to use Moses to do the work that was needed. Dealing with the things of our past. Can I just address that Philippians, the third chapter, uh, around verse number 12. Paul says it this way. Uh, we need to learn how to forget those things that are behind us. Glory to God. I may not have all, I may not have, have it all yet, but God says I'm good enough. Uh, in other words, we got to press toward the mark of the high calling of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why is that important? Because those things that were in my past are just that in my past. God has pulled me from that. Glory to God. I might not have had the, the right speech, but God says I was more than enough. I didn't know what to, I didn't know about um, uh, uh, how to maneuver amongst the Egyptians, but God said, listen, Moses, you're more than enough. And just like he's saying to us, yes, he's saying it today. I may not know what to say about certain things, but he's saying, listen, Jonathan, you're more than enough. Saying, David, listen, don't be afraid because I have some great things yes. that's happening for you mm -hmm. in a different state. Yes. But you might, you don't understand, God. I've never been to another state before. Mm -hmm. He said, that's okay. Trust me. Trust me. You're more than enough. Thank you. Just like he's saying this to all of us. 
He's like, Genevieve, this is not a surprise that you are here. Because of where you're going years from now, I have set you in this place for a reason and a purpose. Somebody shout, I'm more than enough. More than enough. Because of this, and I'm going to end right here. Because of this, God has chosen you to go forward. Yes, John, can you come? He's chosen you to, to, to go forward. Yes, yes, and because yes, of yes, that, yes. because of that, yes. he's taking care of everything that we need. Yes. We're more than enough. We don't have to struggle. We're more than enough. God knew that uh, Moses didn't speak well. Yes, he did. But he, but yet he still called him for a specific job and a specific purpose. He knew that there was some insecurities. Yes. Yes. But he still called him for that purpose. Yes. Just like he's calling us. Just like he's calling us. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. Yes, Lord. Now, Father, meet us right where we are. Change us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being the God of all flesh. We thank you, Lord God, for, for not leaving us right where we are. But, Lord God, we bless your mighty name. Do what only you can do. We thank you in advance, Lord Jesus. God, move on our behalf. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord. As Pastor Tony was uh, sharing, one thing that he said that stood out was we have experiences, Moses had experience with the people enough that he would not want to deal with them anymore. But Jesus knew that, and Jesus had the answers. Pastor Tony said Moses had the experience, but God had the answers for the people. So there are things that happen. We don't want to deal with people because they might reject us or we've been there and done that. But God has the answers for us and them. And he is using us to reach them. He knew what the people were like, but he wanted to use Moses because he loved the people too. And so we don't want to just do ourselves, as Pastor Tony said. We want to be open to be used by him, to be used by him. So stay open because we are more than enough with God. We are more than enough. We thank God for that. Um, we invite you to hear this message again on um, Instagram, on Facebook. You can follow us on those resources. You can hear this as a podcast on Spotify and Anchor.fm. Reach out to Pastor Tony if you want to talk to him more specifically. Myimpactfellowship at gmail.com is a great way to reach out to him, and he um, can respond back to you. You can write us. Um, our P.O. Box is P.O. Box 154 in Middletown, PA, and um, you can respond that way. We invite you to give. Um, giving is a part of our worship. It's what we do as a way to bless God. We we receive something from God. Now we can give to God and say, "This is what I have been offering to you." And so we have a basket. And, um, yeah, thank you, Aaron. You just want to you can give and, and bless, and we can do things for the ministry with the offerings that we take up. You can also reach out to us via PayPal and Cash App, my Dollar um, Impact Fellowship, or my Impact Fellowship via. Think how and give and uh, be a part of what God is doing.
just something that um, I believe the Lord dropped in my spirit. Understand this, everybody. Understand this. That everything that you've been through up until now, God is going to use to get you to the next place. Some things we just want to forget. I had some bad relationships. I just want to forget. I had some bad issues. I just want to forget. God's going to use all of those things to propel us to the next level. Why is that important? God's going to use everything that we've experienced to bring about an outcome that he will get the glory. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Everything. Everything. There's a reason why everybody's story is not the same. Because we have, we're, we're not all called to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, every experience that we had, God is going to use for your benefit. But you got to understand something, Pastor. You know, uh, I grew up with some people that, that wasn't very nice. God's going to use that. But you got to understand something, Pastor, that, you know, uh, I had some bad relationships. God's going to use that. But you understand something? My, my, my parents weren't the best. Or my parents were great. God's going to use all of that for His glory. Nothing will be wasted. Everything that you've seen up until this point will be used to glorify God. Yes, without pain. Somebody say without pain. Without pain. That's the part that's important. Because many of us don't want to go back to those things that were painful. Last thing. He's not done with us. He's not done with us. It is very, it's very easy for people to talk about failures, or specifically failures of others. Why is that, Pastor? Because God has not revealed those things that they have done um, in their lives. Okay, I'll say it differently. They have not been exposed for what the things that they have done. So understand this, every time that we go in on somebody else's shortcomings or go in on somebody else's failures, you know, all we're doing is, is saying, whew, I hope nobody come in my house. Why is that important? God's going to use all that stuff. All of it. He's not done. And he's not done with us. Come on, stand to your feet. We're going to leave this, this place here, but I'm going to encourage you uh, one more time. Bring somebody else with you. You don't have to convince them about anything. You just have to invite them. Quick story. Um, in 2013, we got started here on, on this campus. When, when people had heard about us the next semester, they were a little upset that nobody told them. This is a good thing. And if you enjoyed this, why not tell someone else? 
you want God to change this campus, He's going to use you to change. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this day. Father, we thank you for what you're saying and what you are doing for us. Now may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with each one of us, now and forever. Let everybody say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. It was great being with you. As we say here at Impact, have a great evening, God, on purpose. God bless you, everybody. Another powerful message. Take this. No matter what excuses or things we might try to use to validate our not worthy enough calling for what God has for us, he's going to hear your excuse, let you get it out, and then be like, that's okay, but watch what I can do. And see God move for you despite what you think is around you and what can and cannot be. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this message. As we say here at Impact, have a great week in God on purpose.